Ferguson. Did you hear that strange voice last night? Huh? The strange voice. Remember? Last night around the witching hour? What voice? Oh, yeah. It sounded like an old, old man. He kept saying, get out. Get out. Okay, kids. Enough, Clarissa. That was probably Mr. Hull who was yelling at the Soperstein cat to get out of the roses again. And what about that strange rattling noise? Right. Rattle, rattle, rattle. That's how it went, right? Rattle, rattle, rattle? Okay, save it for Halloween, you two. <gasps> Wait! I think I know who it is. Oh, it's Owen trying to contact me. Owen's dentures always rattled when he talked. Well, that's silly. Oh, no, Marty, come on now. It's wonderful. Owen is trying to reach all of us. Yeah, sure. Hey, you know, we could trade in the TV for a crystal ball, and then we could contact our ancestors. <laughs> oh, a seance. What a great idea. Gut Buckets to Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew. I'm Kevin, and that was one of the creepiest intros I've ever heard. <laughs> well, thanks, Kevin. Sure. <laughs> uh, welcome to episode 172. We're talking Clarissa Explains It All, Haunted House. Yeah, and happy Podtober, everybody. It's October. Yeah, Yay. finally. <laughs> October 1st of the best year of our lives. Yeah, Podtober 2020. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> it may legit be the best thing going this year. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, yeah, if, if you're new to the podcast, every October we do what we call Podtober, Uh um, and it's just a month long of like all the creepy Nickelodeon oriented stuff. Uh, not just Are You Afraid of the Dark, but all the Halloween specials. And sometimes we've gotten, uh, you know, we've gone a little off uh, course with some kind of unique episodes, which we'll have definitely this month as well. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but I just love October and uh, I love reminiscing about Halloween things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Same here. Um, Especially the Nickelodeon stuff. I mean, we've talked about it in years past, but it's got that, uh, it's got a special feel to it. Sure does. Um, yeah, it's, it's hard to, you know, we've tried to put our finger on it on the past. It's, it's kind of hard to nail down, but I think, you know, it just kind of comes back to the fact that I think we both love Halloween. Uh, I know I love fall and, um, so those, those mixture of things just feels very, um, it's like a it's a very nostalgic kind of time of year i don't know if that sounds weird but like fall just makes me think of kind of my childhood yep, absolutely yeah. same here um i think andrew's the only weirdo that doesn't love fall but hates fall <laughs> yeah uh you know uh, <laughs> i guess i'm just i guess i just tend to think um too far ahead so i'm like when fall hits i'm already thinking winter's coming up and i'm annoyed with that but i you know i like how the season looks yeah and feels looks nice. yeah yeah we don't we don't have to do the uh f- favorite season poll again i think we've done that October <laughs> <October's> past <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> um but uh i was thinking about this episode and i was thinking i don't know if we've talked about it on podhober i'm sure we probably have but do you guys have any favorite haunted house experiences since we're talking about Clarissa explains it all haunted house? I've only been to like a couple like actual haunted houses or like, you know, like the not real haunted houses, but the real fake haunted houses. You know? Like, like <laughs> consumer, consumer haunted houses. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, I just, they never blew me away, I guess. Yeah. just was never my thing. Um, I can't really think of any memories myself. Um, admittedly, I'm not really into like spooky stuff, which is great that you guys had me on oh. for Podtober for the <laughs> third or fourth consecutive year. But um, I guess <laughs> P- 
people have talked about going to haunted houses and I respectfully declined. So that's the closest <laughs> I have to a memory of haunted houses. <laughs> Saying no to going. <laughs> you know, one thing I think is true, which you kind of brought up, Andrew, is that I think the best haunted houses uh, experience are the places that are actually like real, you know, yeah. e- even though they'll like still do tickets to them. Yeah. Um yeah. it's it like uh I think of um our buddy Alan, uh who we've had on a couple times. He 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 and I went to uh the prison in Ohio where they shot Shawshank mm. Redemption and uh yeah. they they do a I don't know if they still do, but they used to do haunted tours at night and um mm. like that ge- that place genuinely had like an unsettling feel, like the cells were so tiny and mm. um so That's I think great. something about like walking into a place that actually has history versus walking into like an amusement park. Yeah. 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 I, I agree. think if I, I would be much more inclined to go to like an actual place with history, as you discussed, um, than one of the commercialized things. Yeah. Though now that you say it, um, I did enjoy like as a real young kid, the like haunted, um, like at, like the haunted house set up at a fair, you know, it was like yeah. often like a, a small um, roller coaster or something almost. Um, but that type of thing, that was fun. Yeah, I kind of know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, where it's almost like haunted but goofy, kind of like a, Are You Afraid of the Dark, like laugh, yes. laughing in the dark. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I do. Th- those are fun. Um, there was a in college there was like kind of a famous abandoned farmhouse near where I went to school. And, um, we went out there around like sundown and it was almost too much for me to handle. It was like, you know, I think it's like just, you psych yourself out kind of thing. Yeah. So like every, every sound is, um, you know, pretty, pretty alarming. Um, but I, I do like that type of stuff where you're going to like a structure that feels like, Oh gosh, maybe there's some history here. Yeah. Um, you know, that reminds me also, um, did you ever go <laughs> where, wherever it is that there's supposed to be uh, melon heads? Oh, I th- have we talked about the melon heads on here? Maybe we might have. Oh, maybe I, we have. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I have never been to where the melon heads uh, are. Uh, I think I was, I mean, I was where somebody was saying it was at some point as a kid. Um but I didn't see anything, you know, but I did always like that um, story and the weirdness of it. Yeah. Kevin, did you go see the Lemonheads or not? the Not the well, you know, the band. <laughs> if you've ever seen the band, the Lemonheads, please let us know. But have you ever seen the Melonheads? <laughs> I, I have not seen the Lemonheads nor the Melonheads. <laughs> uh, well, if you're if you're interested in what the heck we're talking about, just Google um, Melonheads, Ohio. Oh, I, I, I actually know about what you're talking about i just tip oh, no, i'm sorry i'm sorry the listener the listener oh. <laughs> but, but kevin oh. you are also free to google the melanids or the oh. lemonids they're great um never mind i'll pass <laughs> <laughs> pass <laughs> oh boy it's podtober all right um well clarissa explains it all haunted house aired on uh april 13th i should say saturday of course it's a snick uh april you know there's two dates i found both are in april of 1991 so i'll just put it at that um both uh, you know some people say it's season one episode four and then some sources said season one episode six i don't know which one is right but either way we've already talked about april of 1991 and it should be pointed out that uh you know it's it is it is kind of a like a halloween-ish episode considering clarissa so april is kind of an interesting time to air it that's true um maybe that was just the schedule at the time you know yeah yeah um but yeah like i said we've talked about april of 1991 um do you guys want to just jump right into the haunted house let's do it yep so dressed in an orange hazmat suit clarissa tells us that as far as monsters go she's not afraid of frankenstein the mummy or zombies to her the scariest monster of all is the dreaded aunt mafalda i'll tell you what's scary Giant, ugly, sweaty, sticky, touchy-feely monsters who crack your ribs, slobber all over your face with poisonous slime, 
crush everything you own and embarrass you until you cringe and die. That's right. The dreaded, disgusting Asmophelda! Clarissa is ready with her garlic necklace and wooden cross when Janet instructs her to come downstairs for Mafalda's arrival. Um, I that's like the intro basically. Um, and I like this intro. You know, like I like yeah, the, I the crazy lettering for Aunt Mafalda. Yeah, yeah, the font looks really cool. Um, like that old that kind of old horror like wiggly font yeah, where it yeah. says Aunt Mafalda. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I I think it's a great start to the episode. Mm-hmm. Agreed. In preparation, Clarissa is carrying a big red vase around the living room as Janet tries to pick a good spot for it. Janet explains that it was a wedding gift to Mafalda and her late husband, Owen, and that when Owen died, Mafalda wanted the darlings to have it. It's kind of a weird, kind of a weird thing to give away. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It also looked like it was the heaviest vase I've ever seen. <laughs> Yeah. Just by the way, she was like trying to hurl it around the room. <laughs> I did get the impression that like at some point they seemed to suggest that they didn't even like the vase. Like maybe they were giving it away as a, you know, the darlings, you mean? Um, No, like Mef- um, Owen. Oh, like they're, like they're just pawning it off on the yeah. darlings. Yeah. Oh, OK. <laughs> that would make more sense then. Yeah. Clarissa broadcasts an emergency alert with a Medusa-like artist rendering of Mafelda when the evil ant finally arrives. To avoid Mafelda's grasp, Clarissa hoists the vase from the table and carries it around while her aunt gushes over her. <laughs> Boy, look who's here! Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Sweet Pea, you're always so happy to see me. Oh, my little sweetheart, what are you doing with my vase? Oh, I'm just giving the pottery its dilly. Hug. <laughs> How's that you giving me a little hug, eh? <laughs> Come let your Aunt Mafalda give you a big, uh, snuggly, wuggly bear hug from the Great White North. Oh, my. That vase. Mafalda tries to give Clarissa a, a big, wet kiss, but Marshall manages to reroute her to the kitchen for tea. <laughs> there's there's a moment. There, there, there's a, two moments here. Uh, yeah. One where I think maybe Mephelda walks in and Clarissa just straight up screams. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. I like, love that moment. Uh, I The other thing in this scene that I was going to mention was um, Clarissa talking about Mephelda sucking the life from her. Um, and she's like <laughs> grabbing her face and kind of going crazy. Yeah, it's it's strange that Clarissa hates Mephelda so much because they actually seem kind of like they have more in common than they yeah. are different. Yeah, that's true. So I, I wonder, I wonder what happened here. Um, also, Mephelda straight up asks for a beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? No beer. <laughs> Aunt Mephelda, how would you like a nice fresh pot of tea? What? No beer. I'm just pulling your chain, Marty, my boy. I'd love some tea. Lead the way. And where's that smart little carrot top Fergus? <laughs> she seems like she'd be like a character on Roseanne or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> and then like the most awkward tickling scene I've ever seen uh, came right after that. <laughs> All tickling scenes are kind of awkward. You know, I, I have in my notes here, adults tickling is weird. <laughs> it really is yeah. i'm not sure i've ever seen a tickling scene in any sort of pop culture that i'm like that's good <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> uh, um, later when sam shows up clarissa shows him her new surveillance setup mafel division as they watch her aunt interacting with the family clarissa tries to explain the horror to sam but sam thinks she's overreacting but when they look back at the TV, the family is suddenly gone, and Clarissa changes the channel to search the other rooms of the house. Mafalda is nowhere to be found, but the signal tracking her location gets stronger and suddenly seems to be coming from inside Clarissa's room. Look at Alien. Sigourney Weaver tried to warn them. So you think your aunt is going to burst out of your stomach and eat you? Be sarcastic. But remember, your sarcastic guy is usually the first one to get his head bitten off and lie in a pool of putrid plasma. Next, you'll be telling the Elvis is possessed. You're hyper. Look at her. She's gone. She must have eaten them. Don't you think you're getting a little carried away? 
Oh, no. She could be anywhere. I can't find her! How could she move that quickly? This must be a mistake. Signal's coming from this room. <laughs> Real quick, I I love Mephelvision. Uh, yeah, it's, it's um, it's you know just that kind of perfect tech thing in Clarissa where it's not too high tech but just <laughs> yeah, uh, techy enough that in the '90s it felt very cool and like a spy I cam. I thought it was pretty high tech. It seemed really uh, <laughs> sophisticated for what it was. Yeah, I love but it. I um, guess Joey also, doesn't agree. <laughs> no. Screw you, Kevin. <laughs> it's not high tech. No, the, I, uh, I could I could not have managed it. The signal tracking her is definitely crazy. Like, uh, that's really she, cool. Yeah, like she must have planted something on her. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. But I do love that like uh, ramp up to her sh- appearing in the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the door bursts open and Mafelda jumps out to embarrass her niece. Before Sam can escape, she squeezes him tight and gives him a big kiss on the cheek. On her way out, she notices a pair of her niece's favorite holy jeans, and Clarissa's horror promises to get them sewn up. (laughs) This is a great joke. This is a great 90s joke, and in retrospect, it's even funnier now, really. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Although jeans with holes in them are still kind of in style, aren't they? I mean... Yeah, I guess so. Maybe not to the uh, degree that they were in at this time. Yeah, it's like a different type of hole. It's more, um, I don't know how you describe it. I guess we don't have to. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Once Mafalda's gone, Sam agrees that something has to be done. (laughs) Later that night, while watching Mafalda in her sleep, Clarissa wonders if, like in the old monster movies, her aunt has her own weak spot. Hmm. I wonder what else is on. Oh boy, Gorgon is on fine tingly theater. Wow, giant lizards! In the old black and white movies, when monsters evade, people don't give in. They lure the mutants into a football stadium and blast away at their secret weak spot. If only I could find Aunt Lafalda's weak spot. Ah! Oh no, the monster has struck again. When Clarissa hears a loud crash, she runs downstairs to find Ferguson holding the broken pieces of Mafalda's vase. <laughs> Something about that I love, that uh, shot of Ferguson like holding up the pieces, uh, trying yeah. to look innocent, I guess. Yeah, it kind of felt good for a second that Ferguson actually got caught. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> like, he didn't get away with it, necessarily. <laughs> I uh, I specifically remember him being referred to as Fergus in this uh, episode. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. Um, huh. Maf- Mafalda is heartbroken, but Ferguson claims that a ghost broke the vase. Did you hear that crash? <gasps> oh, my vase! My beautiful vase! Oh, Mafalda, we're sorry. Ferguson's really sorry. Oh, but, but I heard it. We're waiting. Well, you may find this hard to believe. Go ahead, we're listening. It, it was a ghost. A ghost? Just one? Oh, my, a ghost. Now, Ferguson. Mom, honest, I am virtually certain that what has just happened here is a result of unusual paranormal activity. Yeah, we should check the kitchen and see if the spoons are bent. I saw that show. Amazing discoveries? To think that we've been visited by a protoplasmic entity. Okay, Ferguson, no more horror movies for you. Tell me, Fergus, dear. What did the ghost look like? Yeah, did it have a name tag that said, call me Casper? He tells them a dramatic account of escaping from a shadowy vapor, but the only one who believes him is Mafalda. Yeah, she's a, she's a real, um, I love her. I kind of have an aunt <laughs> like this. Um, Andrew, you know my aunt, Kathy. Yeah. And, uh, she's just like a real free spirit. And, um, just like, she's very into this type of stuff of, um, like uh, the afterlife and huh. spirits and uh, like UFOs. And um, so I feel like I know from Mafelda and, sh- and let me tell you, it's great to have an aunt Mafelda. Everybody in <laughs> Clar- Clarissa is wrong here. <laughs> uh, I do really like uh, her character, like going along with this stuff. 
yeah. going along with Ferguson's tale. Like, even though it almost seems like she knows what's going on, she's still kind of doing it just for the fun of it. It almost seems like for sure. Um, which, yeah, I don't know. It was good touch. Um, later Ferguson is trying to kick Clarissa out of his room as she spreads syrup across his desk in an attempt to fake a supernatural slime trail. She agrees not to tell that Ferguson broke the vase if it helps her scare Mafalda, but as he starts to scheme, she worries she's made a horrible mistake. Later on, Sam comes over and Clarissa shows him her haunted house simulation, Nightmare on Shadow Lane. What are you working on? It's an interactive simulation, showing all the cool, terrifying things that haunt my house. Your house isn't haunted. It is now. Take a look. When you see Mafalda, use the joystick to spook her out of here. Here she comes now. The devil's dust on me. Hope she doesn't try to pinch their cheeks. Beware the ghost in the hamper. Whoa, dig that evil serpent. Watch out, it's a poultry guy. That was cool. I'm gonna do it again. Okay. If you get scared, just keep telling yourself. It's only a video game. It's only a video game. Uh, another another great video yeah game. yeah another this one's really great this one really reminded me of um ooh, uh the home alone uh oh, yeah super nintendo game yeah yeah I, I was gonna say it was more like one of those like old 90s point and click pc games like uh, maniac yeah. mansion or yes. day of the yeah. tentacle kind of thing yeah yeah i was about to say that as well yeah, right i thought you're home alone i thought you would <laughs> yep <laughs> We're always so in sync on video games. <laughs> yeah, we are. Uh, at Later at dinner, Ferguson complains that even three bottles of ketchup dumped on Mafalda's walls didn't scare her. But Clarissa comes up with another plan. Um, I just want to note that this is like the one thing about this episode that I was kind of disappointed by was the uh, not seeing the, uh, them try to scare her. Like, not seeing the results of them trying to scare her. Yeah. Uh, like, there could have been a little, like, three-part clip here of just, like, just showing what they were doing to her, I guess. Yeah, a little 90s yeah. montage with some good music yeah. in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Clarissa's good at those anyways, those kind of, like, quick cut-together yes. scenes. Yeah. Um, Clarissa tells the family that last night she heard someone yelling, Get out. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Janet and Marshall are skeptical, but Mafalda believes they were hearing her husband from beyond the grave and suggests they perform a seance in the kitchen to contact. I was kidding. It'll be like Donahue of the Dead. Clarissa, you can conduct it. Me? Owen has chosen you and Ferguson as his messengers. I read that... Children are the gateway between this world and beyond. Oh, no, no, wait a minute. I don't Maybe think Maybe I saw that on Jake and the Fat Man. Mafalda, we can't have a seance. Oh, come on, sis. Lighten up. Live a little. Mafalda, where are you going? After all this time, I'm not going to go about meeting my late husband dressed like a bag lady, eh? See you around the kitchen table at 8.30 for the best family reunion ever. This is... I. I love this. Um, yeah. Is this, is this, I'm trying to think of other Nickelodeon stuff where there's seances. I mean, are you afraid of the dark must hmm. be the only other thing. And I'm not even sure uh, they do it. in are you afraid of the dark? Do they, where they try to call the dead? I can't remember a specific moment. I feel like I, a Ouija board, anything like, hmm. is there one in salute shorts? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I feel like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It Maybe sounds not. like something that's done a lot, but I can't put my finger on like anywhere else that I've seen it. Yeah. Have you guys ever been part of a seance? No. Uh, no. I. <laughs> <laughs> I have haven't you? even used a Ouija board. <laughs> no. No. Oh no. I. I definitely have not. Um. Yeah. Oh, Ouija board. And yeah. did you say you've done Ouija board? No, I haven't. I mean, I've oh, seen no? it, but I've never like sat down and done it okay no. we got ouija a board? we we got a ouija board from uh goodwill for like 97 cents we haven't <laughs> used it yet though 
Oh, that's how you know it's good. It's been used. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> the spirits are just waiting. Yeah. I I did it once and it was um the first like five minutes were very uh felt, you know, very exciting. Mm. And then I feel like whenever we were doing it, like we just ran out of, like we almost got distracted, just like, I don't know, started like talking about something else and <laughs> it didn't, uh, it didn't turn into anything. So um, not, not that I think, uh, I think that stuff's fun and people who are interested in it, uh, more power to them. I just, I'd love to be part of a seance. Hmm. Well, maybe you should uh, organize it. What are you guys doing after this? <laughs> <laughs> Staying six feet away from you. <laughs> <laughs> that night, Sam says that everything is set in the kitchen, and Clarissa's parents warn her not to try anything funny. Wearing her Swami outfit, Clarissa gathers the family around the kitchen table and leads the seance. Please be seated. May we dim the lights? Please excite exciting age. Mm, very professional, right, Marshall? Hi. Right. I don't think it's proper to eat peanuts while communicating with the dead. <clears throat> um, sorry about that. Real, real fast, yeah. her parents, uh, Marshall and Janice, uh, uh, um, you think they are... What are they doing here? Just They're just going along with it? Do they want to scare Mafelda? What, what's, what's kind of their deal here? My read on it is that they don't believe that this is anything, but they want to like, they want to just do something interesting for Mafelda. Like she's into it. So they want to just like go along with it. Yeah. I, I think they, I think they even said there after the jig was up that they like, they felt so bad because of how excited she got and they wanted to. Mm. I see. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong yeah. based on Andrew's noises. Uh, no, you might be right. I don't specifically remember that moment, but you could be very well be right. Oh, okay. I mean, you just watched it, right? I did like 30 minutes ago. Yeah. I trust your <laughs> take. <laughs> um, so Clarissa asks that the spirits show their presence and the kitchen windows suddenly flap open. Mafalda wants to contact Owen. And when Clarissa calls for him, there's a knock on the table. And so I summon you, oh spirits, to show us your presence. Pretty cool, huh? Now can I talk to Owen? Okay, hang on. I'll check. If there is a spirit present, please confirm by knocking twice on the table. Tell the spirit this is an expensive table. Lighten up. We are mortal, but we're not deaf. <laughs> That's my own never a shy win. <laughs> and this, uh, you know, this whole time, the camera's really allowing us to see that Ferguson is using some kind of stick under the table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, uh, I think one of the funniest moments of this entire episode is uh, Marshall at the seance eating peanuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> asking him if he could stop. Yeah. <laughs> Um, after answering a few of their questions, Clarissa agrees to channel Owen's spirit, and when she asks for a sign, the broken vase, now fixed, floats across the room. I miss you, Owen. Do you miss me? Did you meet God? Is he nice? I figured. <laughs> what does he look like? Uh, what's that mean? Uh, I think it's, I don't know. He's scratching his head, right? Oh. Am I a supernatural genius or what? He's <laughs> a sarcastic spirit. Oh, oh always had such a way with words. <laughs> I try to channel his spirit. Oh, I don't think that's necessary, Clarissa. Yeah, you've done enough. Oh, we can't stop now. Do you really think you could channel his spirit? That would be wonderful. Oh. All right, Clarissa, but don't get carried away. Suddenly, his voice comes out of Clarissa's mouth, sounding a lot like Sam. <laughs> uh, I love this whole dumb uh, setup here of Sam talking through her. <laughs> uh, it's very funny. I think it's really well done. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, the the Clarissa just kind of guessing at what he's going to say <laughs> until what he he sings. Uh, or am I jumping ahead here? When he uh, we're right here. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, it seems like the family is buying it, but when Mafalda asks him to sing their song, Marshall catches Sam singing behind the curtain. Owen, Owen, are you there? Yes, it is me, Uncle Owen. Hello, everybody. How are you? <laughs> uh yeah speaking uh, of oklahoma uh andrew did you watch that new charlie kaufman uh i'm thinking of ending things no i haven't watched it yet okay it has something to do with oklahoma <laughs> it just it, it, it comes up uh it comes up in the movie oh, I, I like how you just assume that he's the only one that would watch that like don't you <laughs> don't even <laughs> kevin what kids movies have you seen lately <laughs> Anything good? Nope. Well, that's you know, usually what you're usually just talking about how you only watch kids' movies. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Have did you seen either... any adult movies? No. Okay. <laughs> did either of you guys see the uh, Adams Family like 3D animated thing? I have not. I did not see that either. Yeah, I was just wondering if it's good. I've he- I've heard it's actually okay. Yeah. Um, I'd like to I'd like to view it. So yeah. Okay. Uh, Clarissa apologizes for tricking the family and Mafalda reveals that she knew what was going on but wanted to believe I'm sorry Mafalda we thought you seemed so excited and well my goodness I wanted to talk to my Owen so much I guess I almost believed it now I guess I, I never will talk to Owen again ever Clarissa yeah, Mafalda I'm sorry it's all my fault. I got carried away. Okay. Hey, Fergus, be more careful with that hockey stick, eh? You should get ten minutes for slashing. Sorry, Aunt Mafalda. And funny hair over there should get singing lessons, eh? I guess I make a pretty smarmy swami. It was a rotten idea. Uh, are you kidding? It was a hoot. Really? Yeah. <laughs> The next morning, the family sees Mafalda off, and Clarissa finally lets her aunt give her a hug and a pinch on the cheek. Yeah. But as Mafalda leaves, the vase floats down next to Clarissa, and she tells it to get an afterlife. <laughs> <laughs> um what's going on here oh well first let me go back and say i do love how it's very very sweet at the end of the seance yeah. the way aunt mafelda just kind of says like you know it was just too much fun yeah yeah um i had to go along with it but also what's going on with the floating vase i think this is supposed to be like an actual um paranormal thing going on wow the darling house is actually haunted <laughs> or the vases i guess wow is my take i don't know maybe i'm <laughs> wrong <laughs> i don't know uh it just seemed very like uh the whole episode was pretty grounded in reality and that was like a very yeah it was funny but it felt um... like a nice twist though it was like a uh, almost scary twist but they made it a joke so it was uh, it was good yeah all right well uh great recap andrew shall shall we get into uh, what what went into this episode yeah let's do it hi this is bios, trivia, ratings, and stray observations. Uh, I took a look at Aunt Mafalda, the only person in this episode that I think we haven't um, talked about yet. Uh, she's played by Heather McRae, and she's been in Flipper, Starsky and Hutch, Frasier, and The Sopranos. 
Yeah, she was great in Flipper. <laughs> um, yeah, very good. <laughs> uh, what 13 Hutch? The old series or the, re- yeah, the reboot the, movie? Uh, the series, I think. Oh, good for her. What else? What was the last one you said? Sopranos. Oh, she's in Sopranos? Um, have you, you've been watching Sopranos? Yeah, I just marathoned it like a month mm. ago for the first time. Um, is she like yeah. a one-off type deal? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, cool. Uh, well, I look at the casting director as, uh, I think we've, we've talked mm. about both the director and the writer of this episode. Uh, the casting director is a guy named Todd Duncan. Uh, and Duncan was, uh, well, this was actually the last Clarissa was the last show he ever casted, so it's his last IMDb credit. Huh. Um, but before that, uh, he casted Make the Grade, the Nickelodeon game show, Double Dare, Family Double Dare. Uh, well, set Family Double Dare, but wasn't Family Double Dare after Clarissa? I think so. Yeah, it must be a mistake. I, I'm guessing just Double Dare. Uh, get the Picture, um, another show called Hi Honey, I'm Home. Uh, what would you do? And welcome, freshman. So he was kind of a Nickelodeon casting guy. Interesting. And, uh, you know, I was thinking, um, maybe this is an outrageous statement, but the Darling family, I think, is maybe the most believable family on '90s Nick. Mm. And I know there's a lot of. I, let me say live action because cartoon doesn't really like count as far as casting goes, but. Um, you know, I was thinking, like, I, I love Pete and Pete, but I still think the Darlings are more believable as a unit. Um, uh, yeah, they feel more, like, out of real life, I, would, I think, for sure. Um, okay. if, yeah, even, if, if nothing else, like, they didn't name their children the same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's realistic. Although, although Ferguson is a pretty strange name. Um, yeah, it does feel like these parents would have produced these children not just physically but like their personalities are really in line yeah Yeah. um they're also pretty unusual in that they're like willing to go along with weird stuff but they often are always they're often punishing the kids as well um or i feel like a lot of the parents in these shows are like a a little more one-dimensional i guess yeah, um, yeah, I think that's true. Anyway, uh, a great piece of casting by Todd Dink. Uh Trivia? Anybody have any trivia? Yeah, I got one thing. Um, if you guys noticed, uh, I'll ruin a, a stray observation here, but if you guys noticed uh, the monster movie that Clarissa's watching at night, mm-hmm. um, she calls it Gorgon, which isn't, as far as I can tell, an actual monster movie. Um but I figured out, I think, that it's actually a movie called Reptilicus that came out in 1961. Wow, how did you put that together? Uh, I just judging by like the look of the um, effects, I could kind of tell like what era it was from, and then I just like searched for monster movies from those years, or like oh. giant lizard movies or something. Dang, good work. Yeah. yeah. Actually creating the trivia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't even imagine that. <laughs> Kevin, do you have any uh, trivia? I don't believe that I do. <laughs> you don't believe that you do or you don't? I do <laughs> not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, the only thing, we've talked about this before, you know, we, we um, have speculated as to where the Darling family lived, and I noticed that the yeah. video game mentions that they live on Shadow Lane, and I did a little more research, and so there's a website here that it actually specifically tries to track where, um, like, television families and film families live. <laughs> and so what I found was uh, this quote. The Darling family live in a two-story house at 44 Shadow Lane in Eviston, Illinois, 60204. The street name Shadow Lane is fictitious, but the place is real enough, and the producers appear to have gone to some effort to the uh, to make the references authentic. 
This is a lakeshore suburb of Chicago, just north of the main downtown area. So uh, I make of that what you will. I never thought of Illinois, but uh, I guess it's po- just as possible as anywhere else. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, yeah. oh, and you know what? They do say that Aunt uh, Mafelda is coming from Canada. Oh, uh, yeah. And so, you know, can- uh, Chicago would be um, like a reasonable trip. Yeah. Do you guys, do you guys think that Mafalda was Canadian? I don't in real think, life. Uh, oh, in real oh, life. In real life. Andrew? Man. <laughs> I just don't know. Did for you sure. see where she was born? What's the what's the what's the actress's name? Uh, Heather McRae. Hold on, Heather. Um, no, she was born in New York City. Yeah. Uh. Um, I knew that, of course. I was just going to, <laughs> I was just going to comment that she was laying it on real heavy with the a a uh. after like almost everything she said. So I just kind of wanted to get your take on that. <laughs> But I had fun uh, waiting yeah. while you looked it up. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. You're always just so helpful. <laughs> sure. Uh, what, shall we go around and do some stray observations? Yeah, let's do it. Um, there were a number of horror movies referenced in this episode. Did you catch any or all of them? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, well, I uh, Amityville. Right, that is one, horror. Yeah. Um, shoot, no, I not off the top of my head. Um, I know this isn't like really a horror movie, but it kind of is in the context that Clarissa uses it. But uh, mm-hmm. Godzilla, just you know, yeah. she, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, well, uh, also mentioned was Frankenstein, the Mummy, Alien, Aliens, the Thing, and the Last House on the Left. Wow, Last House on the Left. I think I missed that one. That was, they just, uh, it was like referenced through what Clarissa was, was saying. She was saying, uh, like, remember, it's only a video game. Oh. And the, the tagline for Last House on the Left is, remember, it's only a movie. Gotcha. Okay. Kevin, do you have any trivia? Or, I'm sorry, strip observations? Um, I, I guess... Aunt, Ma- Aunt Mafalda goes is referred to by like I thought three different names in the episode. One of them is kind mm. of iffy, but um, one of them I just said, which is her actual name. Do you know the other two? Uh, she says Posy. Yeah, Aunt Posy. And then the other one was what? What was Eskimo for Aunt Mafalda? Hmm. I so, don't remember. Claws of Death. <laughs> Claws of Death. Very good. Uh, well, uh, Mafelda mentions having to give Clarissa mouth to mouth. Do you remember what the occasion was? Yeah, she. Oh, man. I want to say it was her seventh birthday. Correct. Uh, she almost drowned in the um, onion dip. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Um, uh, did you catch how Mafelda's related to the Darlings? She, is she not Janice's sister? Yeah, older sister. Yeah, older sister. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. But it could, she could have been just as well been Mar, uh, Marshall's sister. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I no, it was, it was a good observation. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, do you have more? I don't. Okay. Uh, well, there's a lot of nicknames that uh, Aunt oh, Mafelda yeah. uses. I didn't know if you're tracking some of these. I mean, I have her nicknames for Marshall, Ferguson, Clarissa, Janice, Sam. Did you guys catch any of these? I just remember Fergus and Marty. Yeah, Marshall is Marty. Ferguson is Fergus. Uh, my favorite, I think, was garbanzo beans. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yep, Clarissa, uh, she calls a garbanzo bean. Uh, she also calls Clarissa Angel. Um, Janice, did you catch any of these, Andrew? Uh, I'm not sure. Sh- I mean, I caught some of the nicknames. I'm not sure who was for who now. Um, um, I mean, I'm assuming Carrot Top was uh, Ferguson. Yeah, Carrot Top um, was Ferguson. Lady Killer, I guess. Oh, with Sam. Yep. 
Um, Love Bud. I'm not sure who she was referring to there. I missed that one. Ah. <laughs> um, I also had Sweet Pea and Sweetheart. Yeah. Oh, and Shortcake. Yeah. That's all I got. Uh, Janice, she calls Janny. And mm. Sam, she also calls him Funny Hair. Oh. <laughs> His hair was pretty outrageous in this episode. Yeah, in retrospect, Sam's hair was really out of control. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you catch where Mafalda's nickname Posey came from? The uh, Ladies Moose Club in Ottawa? Yep. You got it. <laughs> um, uh, what, movie, what movie does Clarissa explain her situation to Sam with? Like, what does she say her situation is like? Uh, I think it's the thing. I thought it was yeah. Alien. Oh, was it yeah, so, Alien. Sigourney Weaver or whatever. Uh, yeah, that yeah. line. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Clarissa at one point notices Mafalda yelling at the TV and says she's <laughs> arguing with... Um... Oh, uh, is it Judge Walkner on uh, People's Court? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that scene was so funny. <laughs> Uh, in the video game uh, Nightmare in Shadow Lane, there's a couple of things that pop out. Did you catch them? Oh, nice one. Uh, well, the uh, turkey, for sure. The turkey? Yeah, but it was a poltergeist, right? Poltergeist. Yeah. Oh, okay, 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 yeah, yeah. poltergeist. <laughs> we, we also had devil dust bunnies, and we had ghosts in the hamper. Um, did you catch Marshall's explanation for the voice screaming get out? Oh, oh yeah. It was uh, the neighbor <laughs> yelling at someone's pet to get out of his yard, right? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Soperstein yelling at the cat to get out of his rose bushes. <laughs> Soper- Soperstein's a great name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what is Ferguson watching uh, when he breaks the vase? Oh, man. I have no idea. Uh, he's watching spine, spine tingly theater. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maf- says the seance will be like this. Ooh, it's like a take on a oh. TV show. Yeah, Jake and the Fat Man. Uh, no, that was oh. something else. I'm not I sure what it, that. Was. It was some kind of family reunion, right? I forget. No. What. Oh, all right. It was Donahue of the Dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She does mention Jake and the Fat Man, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. I can't remember why. Oh, it might have been Owen's favorite show or something. Oh, okay. Emma uh, Felda says Canada has a wise old saying. Do you remember what the wise old saying is? Man, no. What? No beer? <laughs> no, I know that wasn't it. Oh, well. <laughs> That would be anything is possible. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you note where Clarissa got her seance speech? Uh, Revenge of the Biker Zombie Part 3. Yep. yep. Um, and they say they say this would happen if Aunt Mafelda moved into the house in Amity, Aunt Amityville. The ghost would run out. Yeah, there you go. um i this one i just wanted to note that uh related to an upcoming episode at one point they say that beauty is in the eye of the beholder in this episode oh yeah the bedrapper (laughs) oh yeah yeah. (laughs) reference or uh and um you'll hear us talk about a twilight zone uh in a couple episodes that um has something to do with that yeah, 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 for sure. I don't know if this is a stray observation or if it's even 100% accurate, but this is the first time I've seen any scene where Sam enters Clarissa's room without the whole, like, ladder thump and then, hi, Sam. Uh. Um, right right when she was looking at the surveillance footage, Sam just, like, hopped right in the window and none of that normal greeting shenanigans. Hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. There point. is no uh, classic, uh, like, e-whammy bar or yeah. letter. Right. Strange. Good catch, Kevin. 
Thanks. Uh, well, uh, Clarissa Haunted House uh, ratings wise has a 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, and it has no score on TV.com. Um, so out of five Krep stars, what did you give Haunted House? Oh, man. I really went back and forth on this. Um, and I finally decided I'm giving it a five out of five. Wow. Um, dang. I really enjoy this episode. It's one that like I specifically remember from, as a kid. Um, but also, it's just really... Um, it, it pays a lot of attention to detail, I found. Um, and I just, uh, um, I love the Mephalda character. I love, like, the haunted storyline. I, you know, my only complaint was not seeing the ways that they haunted her, but, uh, one thing that they did do in this episode that was interesting was, like, I was picturing it in my mind now as if. I was seeing those things. And I think that just like the imagery of um, Clarissa like spreading the syrup on the desk um, just like stuck in my mind um, and kind of like filled in those gaps. So I think like they did that in a really good way. Um, also, I love the whole seance scene. Um, everything about it really like sam doing clarissa's voice and ferguson knocking on the table and um uh just the whole singing thing at the end like it just gets me um and then just knowing that it premiered on snick kind of just like brought it home yeah um yeah so anyway i love it great i respect it <laughs> Kevin, did you give it a five? Um, well, well, first I want to I want to comment. Maybe Chris is out there keeping stats because I can't remember the last time I was on the show where Andrew did not give a five out of five for a hmm. rating. So seems like oh, he's. Just, I don't give him out like candy, you know. I mean, I, I, I'm pretty... <laughs> I feel like you're giving him out like crazy. So I don't know. I figure you know Chris is the stats guy with that stuff. So see what he has to say okay. sometime. Um. <laughs> I, I really liked it. Uh, I, I would give it a four and a half crap stars. Okay, um, that's pretty close. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> you know. This is probably like the least spooky Halloween themed episode that I've ever seen, which is a plus for me. Mm. And Clarissa is great. Well, I, Kevin, since you brought that up, um, I, br- I pulled up Andrew's fives. And <laughs> in our... What is it now? Three and a half years doing the podcast. He's given eighteen fives. Whoa, mm, that's a so, lot. So is it? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I feel like the first time you gave a five, you described a five as like the most like sacred, unachievable rating there is, and then you just started dishing them out. Uh, I'm not sure that that's true. Either of those statements. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, how many episodes have we talked about? Like what, per, you know, what, uh, do you know what you're like, your, how many fives you've given Joe? Uh, to answer your question, Andrew, I have, uh, given 12 episodes, a perfect uh. rating of five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, that's not <laughs> so off. Uh, I'm checking guests. Guests have given, um, nine times. Mm. So pretty rare, oh. Oh. pretty rare for a All guest right. to give an episode five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess I've been pretty generous. Yeah, sounds that way. Nevertheless, I think they deserved it. <laughs> That's good. Um, okay, so Andrew's a 5, Kevin's a 4.5. I'm also a 4.5. Um, I really love this episode. And it's it's easily yeah. I think my favorite Clarissa we've watched so far. So we've we've talked about um No TV, Cool Dad and Brain Drain. And um, yeah, I don't. This one just had like a great pace to it. It didn't feel very long. Uh, the each scene kind of felt like it was ramping up to the next. And sometimes with Clarissa, I feel like it like meanders just a little. Um, yeah. And this episode didn't feel that way, so it was very close. I think. I mean, I was very on the edge of a five two, but um, was maybe holding yeah. out for one I thought was maybe a little better. But uh, yeah. I love the seance. I love Aunt Mafelda. 
it's uh, I think a really good Clarissa, maybe, maybe an underappreciated Clarissa. Yeah, I agree with that. I'll tell you what, if Aunt Mafalda came up that ladder instead of Sam just once, it'd be a five out of five for me. <laughs> that, that would have been good. That really would have been great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, yeah, that, I mean, those are some pretty solid scores. So uh, yeah, big, big thumbs episode. up for Haunted House. Uh, do you guys want to name the episode? Yeah. I called this one Ghost Uncle. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Ghost Uncle. Like uh, Shades of Ghost Dad? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I completely forgot about naming the episode until now, but I am going to go with Claws of Death. Oh, uh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. wait. How about what? No beer? That's good. Uh, yeah, that, that's good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> is it good? <laughs> I mean, it's funny. It is funny. It is funny. <laughs> that's what I'm going with. Yeah. 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 No. 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 That's very good. Um. Ooh, I'm between two. Okay. Hold on. Let me think. Oh man. Do you got? Do you guys want to vote? All right. Yeah. I'll vote. Sure. If you're that uh, torn, I'm pretty torn. Uh, if, if if we split, there's no tiebreaker. <laughs> two of us. <laughs> Okay, I was between Nightmare Nightmare at Shadow Lane, like the video game, mm, yeah. and The Haunting of Darling House. Oh, I like mm. Nightmare on Shadow Lane much better. Wow, really? Yeah. I mean, I, I, honestly, I like The Haunting of Darling House a lot better. Uh, not that I think Nightmare is bad, but... Well, there you uh, have it. That should help you make your decision. <laughs> <laughs> the Haunting of Darling House it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like that. That's All right. Um, go around one more time. What are they? Uh, ghost Uncle. What? No beer? <laughs> <laughs> and the haunting of Darling House. Uh, we'll post those on Instagram and you guys can vote for which one you like best. Um, it's Podtober. And so that means we've had some time off. We took off uh, September. We really missed you guys. Uh, we do have some listener letters. Uh, you want to read those? Yeah. All right. Our first one here is from our pal Jacob, and this is his email entitled My Negative Pinball Wizard Opinion. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) He says, Dear Stephen and Mr. Olson, I don't think I've ever disagreed with you guys more about the quality of an Are You Afraid of the Dark episode before. Yes, there was that one time where I poked holes in the ghastly grinner but that story doesn't hold a candle to the stitched together mess that is the tale of the pinball wizard. If I'm being honest, I first saw Wizard as a kid too, so when I rewatched it for the pod, I was filled with the same nostalgia that you two had. But once I looked past the iconic setting and music, I found that no amount of nostalgia was going to save me from boredom. What makes this story boring? Mostly Ross. Gary describes him as a scrappy survivor who takes advantage of every opportunity. Even though his actions in the, in the story support this fact, especially with his victory over the sheriff, I can't see Joseph uh, Pasca's version of Ross doing all these clever things. Ross is a smart character in the script, but Pasca plays him as an overactive, brainless goof. Because of this, I can't take Ross seriously. It's a wonder that he even knows how to use a super soaker. The sheriff was generic. Halfway through Wizard, the story suddenly introduces him out of nowhere, expecting you to be afraid of him. Uh, why? Why should I care? The sheriff doesn't give you a reason. I can't see many kids being terrified of this fellow. Not when he dresses like he's late for a castle luncheon at the Renaissance Fair. The only thing truly scary about this tale is its lack of a budget. The crew must have saved saved loads of money by not having to build an actual mall. So why did the episode look so cheap? It's obvious that DJ was trying to disguise the budget cuts, attempting to spruce things up with quirky directing choices. It worked sometimes, but you can't fix a broken Game Boy with a Band-Aid. It's aggravating that the episode didn't set up the rules of its game world in a coherent way. Once Ross is inside the machine, the story gets all discombobulated. Things just happen around Ross, with rules and objectives springing up and disappearing as if the writers were making things up as they went along. 
It all reminded me of the tale of the final wish. Both tales have their, have their main characters run through a sea of nonsense for 25 minutes. I have more gripes, but you already covered things like how the pinball wizard isn't really about pinball. The final scene was the only moment where I saw promise, or the promise of what could have been. Ross coming face to face with his doom was dark, impactful, and oh wait, look, a pinball. If the entire story had been like that, this episode would have taken would have been taken to the next level. Rating, 1.75 Krebs stars. Are you afraid to name the episode? The Tale of the Arcade Adventurer. Sincerely, Jacob. Wow. Um, well, thanks for writing. Definitely. I, I mean, uh, I, I love the thoughtful opinion. Yeah. Uh, Jacob um, is very convincing, and I, I definitely like the name of his episode much better. Yeah, Arcade Adventure is, I think, better than probably what we came up with. Um, I can't say he's wrong, even, really. I just, um, you know, <laughs> I, I got a soft spot for it, I guess. Me too. What'd you, what'd you give this one, Andrew, a five? <laughs> That's good. <laughs> um, I'm not sure. Uh, uh, Andrew gave it a 4.25. All right, not, ah. not far off. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> that's fair. I think that's a fair score. I gave it a four and a half. Uh, well, this one comes from Nick. He says, hey there, fellow podcasters. First off, big fan. I listen every week, and back before quarantine, I was able to jam through most of them on my one and a half hour commute to work. Anyway, after listening to your Rocco's Top Episodes podcast, I decided to go rewatch some Rocco and see if my favorites held up. Here's my list below with a few reasons why. Number 10, Zanzibar. I'll still sing these songs no matter what. Number 9, Teed Off, Heifer the Hero. Number 8, With Friends Like These. Having two really good friends always puts you in a weird spot. I know, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) With my name of the episode. That's what I was referring to. Uh, cru- number seven, Cruisin'. I never liked Heifer's grandpa, but this episode finally gives him some likability. Yeah. Number six, Skid Marks. I still quote the rules of the road whenever I can. Number five, I see London, I see France. The bus driver makes this episode. Number four, To Heckin' Back. I watch it yearly with my students around Halloween. Yeah, nice one. Popcorn. Number three, Popcorn Pandemonium. They nailed, like, every stereotype they could with the sticky floors, annoying moviegoers, long lines, etc. Number two, Wacky Deli. It's weird and I love it. Number one, Fish and Chumps. As a kid, I went fishing, like, every weekend, and the fact that that episode had fish humaning was a scary (laughs) thought. (laughs) Um, And his close calls were Wimp on the Barbie and Half in a Head Basket. Yeah. Uh, keep up the great work, Gut Buckets. Yeah. Nick. Thanks, Nick. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, a good list. That was one. a very solid list. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, great. Uh, keep emailing us. We love hearing from you guys. Um, but uh, we must forge forward into Podtober like we do with most yeah. Podtobers. We're going to have a few more episodes than normal, almost to a week. Not quite, but almost. Uh, what are we doing next, Andrew? Uh, next time we're talking the infamous Crybaby Lane. <laughs> yeah infamous infamous to like those deeply in the know i think um very deep this was this was something that i had uh i was unaware of until about a year ago and i think maybe even more recent for you andrew right yeah Uh, this was something i'd say almost three or four people message us saying like you got to do this in podtober (laughs) so um i think we're coming to this with fresh eyes neither of us have had seen it prior to our episode review and um we're, we're pretty excited to see the movie that was uh, so horrific Nickelodeon never aired it but once. Yeah. <laughs> this might surprise you guys, but the first time I heard about this was like 25 seconds ago. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not shocking. super surprised. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't have Nick, right? That's correct. Yeah. So, and even people with Nick were like, what is this? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it uh, should be interesting. Uh, in the meantime, yeah. if you want to get a hold of us, we're on Twitter at BOC Podcast, Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. You can email us like Jacob and Nick at Orange Couch Podcast at gmail.com. 
Uh, you can hear us on uh, Podbean. You can hear us on Spotify. You can hear us on iTunes. Uh, shout out to our newest five-star reviewer, um, T. Morda034. Uh, they, they say that the podcast is binge-worthy, and uh, we really appreciate that. And speaking of appreciating, uh, Kevin, we uh, really appreciate you uh, joining the seance tonight. Yeah, I really appreciate you inviting me to the seance. I was glad that we could we could talk to Uncle Owen. And uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, I've missed talking to you guys in, on a serious note because it's been a, a lousy summer. So it's nice talking to you guys. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Um, and it has been uh, just a rough time. Yeah. Trying to keep up with people. And um, this is a fun way to do it. I was, just, I was just thinking about how, like... Uh, you know, because since March, pretty much we've been doing it virtually, right? All these episodes we've done yeah. over a uh, virtual recording. And I've been thinking like, wow, it's like, this is this is so nice because it's allowed us to be really flexible and have more different types of people on. And at the same time, it feels like a 20 years ago that we sat in the same room and recorded. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I can't even remember recording in the same room with you anymore. Um, yeah. That's how I feel about like everything in my life right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It's it, 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 it's been a wild year, um, but uh, one day we shall be in a room together, and then we shall go eat wings uh, afterwards. Yeah, I hope someone like good. three years from now is binge watching or binge listening to your podcast, and they have no idea what the heck we're talking about because they don't know what time this was recorded. <laughs> yeah, and, you mean they somehow miss COVID? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't get these references. <laughs> I was I was too. Um, yeah. No, I mean, it's, you know, this whole year probably won't age well anytime we bring it up, but uh, what can you do? Yeah. These are the times we're living yeah. in. It's scary stuff. Yeah. Almost as scary as Podtober. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, <gosh>. uh, well... <laughs> All right, are we done? Um, can, can I, go? We, <laughs> I think that's the cue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of scary. <laughs> What's up with people cutting their grass at eight o'clock? Oh my god, it's the worst. <laughs> Do you have someone like that next door? Um, in our neighborhood, it's like one person starts cutting the grass, and then like their neighbor is like, "Oh, well, if he's going <laughs> to cut his grass, I better get out there." And then it just starts this chain reaction, and then the entire freaking neighborhood is cutting their grass at the same time. It's like a domino effect. Like, yeah. oh, oh, I gotta get out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this guy, but. I, maybe I've told you, Andrew, about him. He cuts his grass like every night. It's, it's <laughs> like <laughs> he just never stops cutting his grass. Damn. That is fun. That's weird, though. Uh, like once it start, once the sun's starting to go down, like that seems crazy. It's yeah, cooler maybe. then. I guess. Uh, yeah. I... <laughs> okay. <All right. laughs>